Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. About 12 years ago now, I lost 100 pounds, 80 of which I've kept off by counting calories, eating well, working out, tracking my progress, God's grace. There was one memorable moment at the beginning of that journey. I was grocery shopping in Vons in the bakery section when a loaf of sticky cinnamon bread caught my eye. I was tempted. I really wanted it. I've never met a bread I didn't like. And I remember thinking, I have a choice to make here. What do I want more? That loaf of sticky cinnamon bread or my health? The season of Lent offers us an opportunity to reflect on our choices, to make decisions and engage in practices that promote health, physical and spiritual, to overcome the temptations that would pull us away from who God intends for us to be and what God intends for us to do, to follow the example of Jesus in our gospel reading for today. The temptation of Jesus comes immediately after his baptism and immediately before the launch of his public ministry, It is a pivotal transition between the two. Three movements, baptism, temptation, ministry, revealing the identity of Jesus as God's beloved child, the trials Jesus faced in this broken world, the mission of Jesus to proclaim the good news of life in him. The temptation of Jesus comes immediately after his baptism. Jesus goes out to the Jordan River and is baptized by John. And as he comes out up of the waters, the Holy Spirit descends like a dove and the voice of God, the Father from heaven says, this is my son, the beloved, in whom I am well pleased. The baptism of Jesus reveals the identity of Jesus, who he is. He is the second person of the Trinity. One God, three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit who love and delight in each other forever. Jesus is the beloved Son of God. The temptation of Jesus comes immediately before the launch of his public ministry. Before Jesus goes out, healing the sick, feeding the hungry, teaching disciples to be like him, using his incredible power in sacrificial ways for the good of others, demonstrating the grace and truth of God. The public ministry of Jesus reveals his mission. He is the Messiah, come to bring good news of great joy for all the people, to embody God's great love, to save the world. The temptation of Jesus is a test of his identity and his mission who he is and what he'll do, his relationship with God the Father and how he will live out that relationship. In his temptation, Jesus faces two fundamental questions. 
Who are you? And what will you do? Questions the devil tempts Jesus to answer poorly. The Greek word for devil, diabolos, means slanderer, accuser, adversary. The devil represents that which is evil, false, opposed to God and God's good purposes. The devil questions the identity of Jesus. Two of the temptations begin with the devil saying, if you are the son of God, the implied question being, are you the son of God? Are you God's beloved child? Are you sure? The devil also questions the mission of Jesus. If you are the Son of God, the Messiah, the one come to save the world, prove it. Use your power to serve yourself. Seek your own advantage. Worship something other than God. The devil makes three failed attempts at this. Turn these stones to bread. The devil is not simply tempting Jesus to eat because he's hungry. The devil is tempting Jesus to use his power to sustain himself and thereby demonstrate a lack of trust in God to sustain him. Perhaps the devil is also tempting Jesus to stay in the wilderness, taking care of himself and not return from the wilderness to care for others. Fall down and worship me. The devil tempts Jesus to betray God the Father by offering him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor in exchange for worship, to give to the devil what belongs to God alone, to demonstrate a lack of trust in God by allegiance to that which opposes God. Perhaps the devil is also tempting Jesus to rule over others through selfish force and not generous love. Throw yourself down. The devil takes Jesus to the highest point in the temple in Jerusalem and then quotes scripture at him, specifically Psalm 91, which declares God watches over those who trust in him. Ironically, the devil uses the word of God to tempt the son of God to do just the opposite, to demonstrate a lack of trust in God by throwing his life away. Perhaps the devil is also tempting Jesus to bypass the events in Jerusalem that will lead to Jesus' sacrificial suffering and death for us and for our salvation. That the devil quotes scripture here demonstrates that simply quoting scripture doesn't make someone right. The context of the passage and the intention in quoting it matters. The devil fails. Jesus overcomes temptation. He trusts God the Father. He knows who he is. He knows what he will do. Jesus responds to the words of the devil with what is written in the word of God. Specifically, the words of Moses recorded in Deuteronomy to the people of God as they are about to enter the promised land. One does not live by bread alone. Moses reminded the people that God provided manna in the wilderness. As Jesus affirms, our food comes from God, our creator. We can trust him to provide for us 
and we can share what we have. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Moses called on the people to walk in the ways of the Lord, love and care for all people as the Lord does, hold fast to the Lord. As Jesus affirms, our ultimate allegiance belongs to the Lord God alone, the one who made us and everything else, the one who loves us forever. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Moses counseled the people to love the Lord with all your being, to remain faithful, to remember that every good gift comes from God, including, as Jesus affirms, the most precious and wondrous gift of life. The very fact we exist demonstrates God's care for us. Our very being is proof of our value and worth. In the words of Rabbi Abraham Heschel, just to live is holy. Just to be is a blessing. After the third temptation, Jesus sends the devil away. He overcomes the temptation in the wilderness. Jesus knows who he is and what he came to do. Jesus is the beloved Son of God, sent to save the world. And in his suffering death and resurrection from death to life, he has set us free from sin and death forever and given us life that does not end. He is present with us always. And one day, he will bring sin and suffering and death to an end. One day, he will repair this world broken by human sin. One day, he will heal us and the whole creation. I recall in a seminary class once a fellow student asking how the gospel writers knew about the temptation of Jesus, as it seems there are no other human beings out there with him. And we realized that the simplest explanation is that Jesus told his disciples about his experience. He shared it with them, who shared it with others, who shared it with us so that we might know we have a Savior who is able to sympathize with our weaknesses, who was tested in every way we are and did not sin, who walks beside us always in the wilderness of this broken world. I didn't get that sticky cinnamon bread all those years ago. In that moment, I made a small, but for me, significant choice for health. I overcame that particular temptation. What tempts you? What do you know is wrong, unhealthy, unhelpful, and you do it anyway? How do you give in to those demonic lies that ask, can God really be trusted? Are you really God's beloved child? Do you really have a purpose? Are you sure? And how might you overcome temptation? Remembering the promise of your baptism that you are a beloved child of God. Praying and asking God for strength and guidance. Participating in our community of faith and hearing the gospel and receiving communion. Reading and memorizing the words of scripture and speaking their truth against the lies of the devil. 
going out and serving others in sacrificial love, following the example of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In him, we know who we are. We know whose we are. We know what we are to do. We can overcome temptation. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.